Welcome to Interstitial, a crossover-driven actual play podcast playing a game called Interstitial, Our Hearts Intertwined. I'm Riley Hopkins, my pronouns are he and they, and I'll be portraying Raphael the Ninja Turtle. I'm also joined by Blake. Hi, I'm Blake. I use they, them pronouns. Um, I'll be playing Char Aznable from Zeta Gundam. And I'm also joined by Wheels. Hey, I'm Wheels. I use they and them pronouns, and I will be playing as Prosecutor Miles Edgeworth, and I can't find my character sheet. <laughs> I'm furiously retyping all my links. <laughs> Is that Jay that I hear? Hi, I'm Jay. I use he and they pronouns, and I'll be playing Pidge Holt from Voltron Legendary Defender. Steve Holt, Stance, and finally running this whole little shebang is my dearest of compatriots, Joe. So glad I'm the dearest. Hi, everybody. I am (laughs) Joe. I use he and they pronouns. I am the GM for this season, which also means I am the voice of Tails the Fox on this special episode. It's special because it's the second one. Everyone knows the second one is the most special one. Absolutely. It's not a pilot episode. There's never been a good pilot episode. That's not true. There's That's been very few not, good yeah. pilot. I think we nailed it last week. I don't we know. We did. Sorry. We are the only good pilot episode to ever exist. It's just it's us and Twin Peaks. <laughs> us and Twin Peaks uh-huh. are the two. I like the, lo- I like the lost pilot. <laughs> call me us, yeah, Twin Peaks, you know, call lost me Anadi, Naruto. <laughs> <laughs> Naruto does have a pretty good first episode. I'll be honest. <laughs> Someone steals the scroll, he gets it back. Naruto's first episode is okay. It's not, like, stellar. No, I mean, it, it makes you feel. He learns a forbidden jutsu. Just, you, you, by the start, you don't believe it, and then by the end, maybe you believe it, is all maybe. I'm saying. Who would like to recap what happened on, on last week's episode? I introduced, so I feel like I might as well set this okay. precedent now. Last week, our nasty little gang uh, was like, Let's break into a house. We don't have a lot of information on it, but the guy who run, who lives in it has been gone for a few weeks. And we know we trusted Tails, and that was our first mistake. And so we got in there, we <laughs> entered in through the through the second floor, and then the first floor. We started digging around, doing some investigation. Uh, we found some files downstairs. We fucked up a bed on the second floor. And um, sure wouldn't really you know it, it belonged to a Mr. John Wick. And he came home covered in blood, having presumably a bad time. The Baba Yaga. Or I guess a good time. If you kill all your enemies, that's probably a good time. Yeah, in the grand scheme of things. We got out of there alive, which is a blessing, but we stole a lot of files from him. Mm -hmm. Rolled a lot of ones. I kicked him in the face. Yeah, we, you kicked him in the face. I stabbed his guns with a sigh. A char. That was pretty gun. cool. Miles Edgeworth fell down. <laughs> we had a lot of bad rolls, but it worked out okay somehow. Yeah, uh-huh. it really skin of teeth. Uh, Edgeworth yeah, uh, ran up the stairs, got out. I was gonna uh, say I mostly just ran. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sending a very good press. I imagine the car ride back very quiet. <laughs> Just just blasting classical. Yeah, Yeah, I think that was what we said, yeah. I think that's a great place for me to to take the reins of that car ride back, because I think the beginning of this episode, I think, has to be about five unbroken minutes of Edgeworth trying to park the car. (laughs) (laughs) Is it that I can't find a spot, or or are you just saying Edgeworth can't drive? I thought gays can't drive. I thought that was a rule. (laughs) Like, I know it's right-hand drive, but, like, it shouldn't be that different. I I just, in my mind, I'm thinking Edgeworth is so much of a perfectionist that he is just backing up and being like, no, not quite. (laughs) And just over and over again. Everyone has gotten out of the car and left at this point. He has someone to get out and get a ruler. I appreciate the bit. He has a really fancy sports car in the game. I figure Mm. he's probably not going to have that if he's not Mm -hmm. uh, great at maneuvering it. That's fair. That's fair. Realistically, I think... Phoenix is the gay that can't drive, and Edgeworth is the gay that doesn't. He literally drive. can't drive. He literally yeah. rides Absolutely. a bicycle yes. everywhere. <laughs> yeah, good. I've been, I've been good playing shit. the first game, so that sounds familiar. <laughs> oh yeah, because he's like twenty five and doesn't have his driver's license. Yep. Which hey, me too. Oh my god, I'm as old as Phoenix Wright in the first game. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Wow. And oh he passed god. the bar. Damn. And he passed the bar. <laughs> What have I done with my life? Well, you're on season three of Interstitial. So I think... Yeah, he's not. (laughs) Get his ass. I want to introduce the base that you were all going back to. We didn't... uh, We avoided mentioning what it was in the last episode. So I think now we can cut into it. And I want to actually start not with what the base is, but what just a a big shot that just kind of... The whole frame is filled with the face of... The Green Lion, the mech that <laughs> Pidge drives from from the Voltron show. I don't know if you've seen it. Sure do. What's up? 
<laughs> That's mine. I think we start with this this full shot of the green lion. And as it pans out, you eventually the 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 camera sort of passes through there's a barrier that goes around it when it's inactive, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's a big mm-hmm. like round shield. So I think we're passing through that and continuing to pan out and you start to see some broken walls around it. And the further out you get, the further out you get, you realize to the right of it, well that's a Sabaro pizza. <laughs> <laughs> a genuine New York slice. A genuine. real New York slice. There's the A and W. Some Chinese restaurant. I can't think of a chain name. Oh, it's it's not a chain. It's you think it's a chain. It's a knockoff chain. It's a knockoff uh-huh, chain. Uh huh. Uh huh. Which means it'll be better than the chain. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, the food there is incredible. Oh yeah, I'm sure it's great and yep. very affordable for how much you're getting in a in a, in a case. Oh yeah. And uh, over there, let's just say there's a carousel, <laughs> uh-huh. and 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 you're you're realizing now, the viewer, that uh, at some point the green lion seems to just have bursted into a mall. <laughs> <laughs> but sure this did. mall, this mall is abandoned. Uh huh. It would show up on Dan Bell's ab- abandoned mall series, um, but. <laughs> It would have an interesting end because there's a giant mech in yes. it. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, also, a, pretty, it's, not it's one, a pretty unique episode. It's not one of the creepy episodes of Dan Bell's <laughs> Abandoned Mall series. It's the nice vaporwave episode of the Dan Bell Abandoned Mall series. Unless you're terrified of giant green mechanical lions, then it probably is a creepy See, episode. I have never heard of Fair. this program before, but I feel like if I knew there oh. was a show about oh, a guy it's, going it's a through abandoned malls, I it's would just, have literally yeah, just ripped just, off the season two opening, but with him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a treat. But anyways, I think what I want to do is pan away from the Golden Lion, down uh, let's a couple stores, and go into the manager's office. And there's, you know, this desk, a lot of computers, mon- like way too many monitors propped around this desk, and uh, a couch over in the corner on which we see a sleeping Tails the Fox. <laughs> And I'm just going to assume that the door is kicked down by Raphael. Yeah. Tails, you fucked up big this time. Tails opens their eyes and says, Raph. (laughs) (laughs) What was that? What was that? A madman. Loath am I to admit Raphael is correct. What what the fuck, Tails? Look, I, I, guys. I push him. I, I just like, I push the whole couch. I, I grab the couch and tip it to roll him onto the ground. <laughs> That's the sound of Tails hitting the ground. Pidge has whipped up a camera and is filming that for an epic reaction video for later purposes. Pidge voice world, world star. star. Yeah. <laughs> world star. <laughs> yeah. World star. Look, look, Raph. Raph, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't know. I couldn't have known. I, I spent so long trying to figure out who owned this house, but all signs pointed to it being a good idea. Oh, I mean, we lived. We got out of there. But we lived. Listen. And I'm sure you made it with like a lot of uh, valuables or whatever, right? A lot of valuables. Yeah. Hey, um, more than more than zero. Hey, Char, you want to show the valuables? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's let's go over the loot. I assume there's like a table. Like that isn't covered in like sure. computers. Yeah, yeah. There's a slice of Sabaro <laughs> on it. <laughs> are are there still employees at the food court, or did Tails just make it himself? I think Tails <laughs> made it himself. I think this Tails just goes back there and works through whatever's left. Put, puts on the uniform. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Works a full eight hour shift. Ed, mm-hmm. We haven't mentioned that Edgeworth owns this mall, but Edgeworth does make Tails put on the uniform of Eddie. <laughs> of Eddie of the, if, you, if you're of going the to go back there, work you have to follow the rules. Listen, sometimes, sometimes you're going through it, you go behind the counter at the A&W, and you just work through it, and you make yourself a couple burgers, and you serve <laughs> right them to no one. Time. You, you go outside and take a break, and Edgeworth shows up and gets mad at you for taking too long a break. Says he's gonna dock your pay. Edgeworth yes. says if you can lean, you can clean. This is exactly why Pidge. This is exactly why Pidge has a dark link with Edgeworth. It's entirely what we're describing right now. Speaking of which, can I make a link with uh, Tails the Fox? Oh yeah, none of you have links with Tails. What kind of? I'm just That's gonna, true. I'm not gonna make you roll for it. Just tell me what links you have with Tails. Uh, I think I have. I think unfortunately I do have a light link with Tails. I know okay. I am bullying him at the at this exact intersection of time, but you can't deny Tails. Tails, when I when I asked y'all who you wanted to be your intel source, Tails was initially your idea. 
So I think by by default, it'd be very fun if you picked someone that you knew you'd hate, though. Yeah, (laughs) that's true. Edgeworth has a mastery link with Tails because Tails is my employee and he needs to learn how to work harder. (laughs) Tails is going to pass the bar. I'm going to teach him how to have a real work ethic. That rules. I I think Pitch Pitch also has a mastery link with Tails, but for different reasons. I think as uh, we all enter the room, Pitch just like goes over to Tails' computer and starts going, so what did you miss? You you have to have missed some piece of intel, right? Like, like I think Pidge is like trying to work with Tails through whatever part of the intel gathering didn't work, whatever surveillance camera that he didn't look at or or something like that. To try Tails and, has try built and... a plane, which I think is an important thing to just kind of uh-huh. remember. Mm-hmm. A plane that's also a transforming robot. Yeah. By the yeah. He did his best. And that's why I want to learn from him. If, if mm-hmm. anyone would be able to plan all these heists but not know who owned John Wick's house, mm-hmm. it would be Miles Tails that power. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think another thing about Tails I want to establish for this season is that he never walks or stands. I think he is always flying. He is always just yeah. flying in place and levitating around. Oh, I thought you were going to say just like always supine. Like, like on the Because <laughs> you described him as like being on the couch or whatever. Always always ragdoll mode. That's just how I wanted to start this scene. Because uh, I knew Riley had a bit he wanted to do. Tails yeah. lives his God life horizontal. And God bless him for it. Yeah, I, I mean, I certainly do too. Edgeworth says... We can talk about this on your next evaluation. Hopefully we can just put this behind us in the meantime, though. I believe you are going to tell us about our next mission. Oh, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I got some good stuff worked up for that one. I promise nothing like the last one. You, you know, I've had some big jobs that I've been trying to crack, but I got one of those. I finally was able to get everything together and uh, the stars have aligned. We'll talk about that tomorrow. Y'all, y'all should rest after getting out of that last place. So we, we can go over the plans tomorrow. What's what's the deal with the files, the papers? This is is this valuable to you? Yeah, can is I? Can, yeah, I, I want to see. I want to see. Yeah, I, I think Pidge is Pidge is like at the edge of like like Pidge is like has has their head on sort of the edge of the table, just sort of staring closely at the briefcase. Like I, yeah. I desire to see it. Char has this. Char has set the the briefcase on the table and has. Just sort of cracked it open mm-hmm. to let all the files be visible, but not like spilling out onto everything. Gotta keep it neat. Tail starts going through them so fast that you think they couldn't possibly be reading them, but they are. As they're doing, they're like, huh, this is a lot of interesting stuff here. Uh, let me go over it for a while, but I think once you get back from your next job, I can tell you if there's anything valuable in here. It, I mean, it's better than having nothing. Sounds I good. Mean, I guess. Fine. Tails just has the briefcase. Is there any? Is there any opportunity for Pidge to like snatch a file before Tails can get it? Because I don't think Pidge is actually satisfied with that answer at all. I mean, I think if you want to grab one, Tails isn't gonna like slap your hand. Okay, so. okay, that, that's that's fair. I know. I, I recognize now that I asked that question as if I was in an interrogation yeah. room. No, I think if you if you if you grab one, <laughs> let's just say they're sorting it from like right to left yeah. through this briefcase. If you grab one from the stack they've already looked at. It's already in the okay. brain. Don't worry about it. Okay. All right. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll scroll in the, the interrogation room and Raphael's like, who hired you? And Tails <laughs> like, you. you. <laughs> <laughs> Literally you, my guy. Uh, was there was there any other links y'all wanted to talk about with Tails? I don't know if I heard everybody's. Uh, I'm going to take a heart link with Tails. Okay. I think a couple of you took harm in the last mission. Reset your harm clocks to zero. I love it. And I want y'all to tell me as you, as you go back into this, mall that you have taken up residence in for questionable amount of time that lord knows if we'll ever give a straight answer for just tell me where where where, where do you go back to if you need me i'll be at the brookstone okay well <laughs> brookstone that is that the tire place is is where's a car guy <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did I get the has, name right? I might have got the name wrong. I'm I'm thinking of the place that has like the massage chairs and shit. No, that's Brookstone. Bridgestone is a tire place, I think. Oh, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. The bit is that Raph doesn't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I see. I see. Uh, but it was said with the confidence that like I doubted whether or not I knew. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, oh, I must be wrong. Edgeworth doesn't react to make it clear that Raphael has the wrong idea, but there is a Bridgestone like next to the mall, but but it's just nor it's not abandoned. And so if Raphael goes there to look for Edgeworth, he will just find a place that sells him tires. 
one of these days <laughs> I'm going to go to his garage. I'm just really excited to see what he's working on. You know, he never gets his hands dirty to see him just working. It's probably impressive. Yeah, we cut to Edgeworth with a glass of wine and you hear. And then we just got back. He's got like the Brookstone headphones on his ears. Perfect. Okay, so we know where Edgeworth relaxes after a hard day's work. What about the rest of y'all? I I just wanted to say that Pidge absolutely knows that Raph is wrong and refuses to be the one to tell him. Absolutely. I love that. I love that fact for me. (laughs) (laughs) You you are too pure to be corrupted with that knowledge. Raph has uh, knocked down the wall. I've talked about this at length because obviously. Uh, Raph has knocked down a wall between the zoomies and the hot topic and has taken up residence there. Uh, it is, it's a beautiful, it, it is like a good combo, a mess of <laughs> punk music playing loudly. He also has a pack sun that he has a, that he calls his beach house <laughs> vibing in that area. There is a, a drum set in the corner. There is like um important question. Does Raph wear a bucket hat? <laughs> Oh, absolutely. When the doors are closed, absolutely. Raph has okay. a Raph has like a, a bucket hat on and tries on different Amazing. band shirts. I want to. Like, I, I do want to put on the record that this is one of the old hot topics. So the entrance is still the big arch. Yeah, yes! the big arch. Yeah. And it looks like a sewer kind. inside. It's the cool flavor. It just makes him feel at home, you know. Yeah. If you go into the back manager's room of the sewer, there are uh, four mannequins that he stole from a different store that uh, he has dressed up in purple, blue, and yellow. And oh then, like, no! <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh my god but I'm assuming he doesn't let anyone see this right no absolutely it's in the manager's room it's locked in okay, there okay, why good, would you ever good. go in the there manager's like room candles uh-huh. lit <laughs> there's, there's, there's one that's just like it has like a uh, <laughs> it's I don't know how you do master splitter and not just like go to the build a bear and steal a like a, like a mouse that's what, you, know, that's what like, you do that's what you do. Yeah, we'll do that. That's definitely mm-hmm. what you do. Yeah, and you know, he doesn't tell anyone about it. He just go, he sometimes just like goes in there to vent, comes back out, is chill, locks the door. <laughs> it's absolutely fine. <laughs> Nobody God. needs to know. Pulls the bucket hat down so you can't see that the their yeah. eyes are red. <laughs> yeah, instead of the Raphael uh, trench coat costume that we often see in uh, in media, it is Raphael in just a big uh, Hawaiian shirt and bucket hat. Yes. <laughs> okay. Amazing. Board shorts. Perfect. So you're you're leaning back there for the evening. Uh, let's cut over to 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 Char then. What does Char do in this mall? Char makes the long walk from the manager's office to the one of the anchor stores, the Bass Pro Shops, Ooh. and walks through the turnstile past the faux like wooden log arches, uh-huh. <laughs> past the camo section, just the entire camo array of clothing. Past the rock climbing wall that hasn't been used in God knows how many years. He sits down by the much smaller wood log cabin. Not inside of it, just outside. He's not ready to go in yet. (laughs) And he just looks at the small aquarium of river fish and thinks. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Oh my God. (laughs) Now, something you may be thinking... Blake, that's a weirdly vivid description of a Bass Pro Shop. That is the Bass Pro Shop that I went to many a time in my youth. Yeah, we're all. I feel like we're all picturing malls we've been in. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I don't think I've ever stepped uh, foot in a Bass Pro Shop, so I just believe you that all this. Oh, stuff is you real. have to go next there, time. You there, have there's research. nothing like a Bass Pro Shop. I'll, 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 I'll do some research for sure. I, I knew that Joe was basing the mall off a mall they'd been in when they said there was an A&W in it because the only A&W mm-hmm. I've ever seen in a mall is in the mall in Grand Rapids that Joe took me to once. Yeah, that's also why I said carousel. Was, uh, yes. Yeah, right. Because I'm, I'm thinking of one mall. Love a good mall carousel, though. Yeah. Never Love go it. on it. Mall carousel? Love to see it. Mall carousel? <laughs> that thing will kill yeah. you instantly. Oh, it cur- cursed. Hundreds of ghosts of children on that thing. Not dead children, but just children who were disappointed enough that part of their soul is still there. Yeah, there is one of the horses that if you get on it, you will see all of the child ghosts. <laughs> That's yeah. it's, it's actually secretly the carousel from Disneyland. It's right over a lay line. <laughs> you don't want to get on it. <laughs> Pitch has been trying to figure out which horse is the ghost horse for weeks and hasn't figured it out yet. It's very frustrating. I think I think so. So we all leave the manager's office. Uh, Pidge and Raph head off in the same direction and Raph uh, they, they they fist bump as is customary, and then mm-hmm. Pidge continues on down the hall. Uh, I think as 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 you know, the camera goes by. You see in one of uh the, either the hot topic or the zoomies. Raph, I'll leave that up to you. In one of them, there is a telltale gigantic, very long bean bag. I feel like just like on top of a like 
shelf of shirts. That is something you'll see a couple more of as you continue down the hall. As Pitch continues down the hall, you see maybe another big beanbag just like laying in the hallway. You know how sometimes mall hallways have those little clusters of chairs in the middle of them mm -hmm. to simulate a weird mall living room? Uh, there's just like a couple gigantic beanbags and like a, a giant beanbag cube that's maybe, I don't know, a cartoon fox in the middle of there. Pidge expertly weaves around them. Pidge makes their way to a trio of stores. Uh, on one side, you see the source of the beanbags. You see a Yogibo store, which is a chain that apparently all didn't know about. I'm not sure how widespread Yogibo is. Yogibo is a purveyor of very fine, high-quality, gigantic beanbags that you can just kind of You're, go you in. You can't fool me. That's a cartoon bear. <laughs> it's, it's, He's on that new <laughs> Jellystone show. I know what you're doing. Hey, Boobeanbag. Hey, hey, Boobeanbag. There is just an off-brand, like, bootleg-looking Yogi Bear beanbag. It's just like, because there are some that are shaped like they have a face and arms. I think one of those just has Yogi Bear's face awkwardly printed onto it. So that's where Pidge sleeps. Next to that, you have an Apple store that Pidge spends more time in than they would ever want to admit because opposite there, Joe, I, I don't think you said exactly where the Green Lion crashed. And so I do want to keep food this court. canon from our conversations earlier. Okay, the, I think on its way through to the food court, uh, there is a Best Buy opposite the, uh, on the other side of the hallway from this Yogi Bo and Apple store that... Uh, is just in absolute shambles. Nothing inside it is usable because in its, its path into the mall, the green lion just smashed all the way through it. Uh, and so Pidge every day wakes up from their uh, beanbag slumber and looks out into where they could have gotten some good and decent goddamn computers if the green lion hadn't rumbled and tumbled all the way through it like a goddamn slip and slide. And now you need to deal with lightning cables. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right now, Pidge doesn't, though. I think Pidge just goes into the Yogi Bo store. I think, deadass, there is uh, a big beanbag that has like a, ca a cartoon character's face on it and it is a Yogi Bear. Pidge just flops down into that and puts its weird arms around them. <laughs> And just sort of spaces out for a little while. God, me too. <laughs> Dies to the world. Yeah, mm -hmm. you, you all, you all take your evening and you unwind from qu quite a strenuous job you had last time. I, you know, we haven't drawn any hard lines about how long you've been doing this or uh, any of the details before that last mission. But I think it's safe to say that was probably, if not the worst one up there. <laughs> yeah. Certainly. Hard to say, but... Edgeworth will going forward, obviously, because this is a podcast, but in my head, Edgeworth only goes on, like, some missions to just, like, evaluate the team. <laughs> <laughs> and went on that last one, and it was like, oh, boy. <laughs> we oh gotta boy. make some real changes around here if we're gonna keep this business afloat. Because mm -hmm. Edgeworth needs to pay off the mortgage on this uh, destroyed mall that he bought one week before the um, <laughs> Great Line crashed into it. God. <laughs> Not not a great investment, but how could you have known? Can I? How could any of us have known? Hence, even Miles Edgeworth could turn would turn to crime. That's a conversation. Pid the, the how could anyone have known is a conversation Pidge and Edgeworth have had in various tones several times. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how much fuckery we want to get into of just of just these these clowns messing around in a mall. We could, the problem is we could do it forever, and we do we have could. to mm -hmm. make a podcast. Mm -hmm. But if y'all ever, uh, I'll I'll turn you out. Of out in the mall again after a bit but i think we'll, yeah. we'll move on now to to this next day and because you all know that it's a day where tails is gonna talk to you about their plans you all know exactly where to go and it is at the far end that's the north end uh opposite of the food court uh you all make your way through the amc and it's always <laughs> it's always the same theater it's always theater seven there's already a big map uh, projected onto the wall. Tails is down there saying, uh, welcoming you all to to take your seat. Where do y'all sit in this big theater? I'm assuming realistically you should be near each other if you're going to talk, but it's not a very big theater. Mm -hmm. uh, this one gets all the indie flicks that nobody actually sees, so the room is fine uh, for it. <laughs> you know how there's in a movie theater, there is the, uh, like the front rows, then there's an aisle, then there's like the ramp seats. Mm -hmm. uh, the first seat on that ramp, so that way Raph can kick his feet up on the bar. Perfect. I, we have the exact same taste in theater seating because that was what I was going to. I think Pidge sits in that row as well. 
dead center, sitting next to each other. It's Pidge and yeah, Rat. Yeah, um, Pidge has come in as they come in for every one of these briefings with popcorn, by the way. Yeah, no, They know it's not a movie. Yes. It's fine, mm-hmm. but they come in with popcorn and a cherry Coke anyway every time. And it's always, uh, and always, I think always offers some to everyone, including Tails, which I imagine just, just doesn't even get a response at this point. <laughs> Edgeworth walks to the dead center of the theater, but does not seat. He remains standing. <laughs> So Edge, Edgeworth, Edgeworth's like in front of Pidge and Raph, basically, but standing. And so Pidge just occasionally throws a kernel of popcorn at the back Down of Edgeworth's head. Yeah. Down in front. Edgeworth, it's every time with you, man. It's my theater. <laughs> and this is my popcorn, continues Pelting. Char, Char takes a seat next to where Edgeworth would have sat. And is just chilling. Just eating a burger. Occasionally getting hit by the popcorn. Being yeah, fun. but it's chill. <laughs> Not the worst yep. uh, group meeting he's encountered. There's a kernel in my cravat. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about your cravat. Tail, tails, of course, still just flying. Raises up now so they can be up next, so they can point at the screen, basically. And they're like, all right, okay, quiet down, kids. Of course, they're probably the youngest person here. I get quiet, though, because I'm a listener. I'm a good listener. <laughs> Pidge is a good day. Pidge listens up. Tails is pointing at the screen. They have one of those extendo metal sticks. And why don't you have a laser pointer? Because I, I don't know. I don't want to accidentally point it in somebody's Wouldn't a laser eyes. pointer be more helpful? No, I can fly. What? It's fine. Okay. We do, we do this every time, Raph. I don't want to. Laser pointer, come on. <laughs> I just, there's a laser pointer store here. Yeah, and it's weird that that's the only thing they sell. The first slide in the presentation is like, no, Raph, I don't need a laser pointer. (laughs) (laughs) Every week, every week, it's the same bit. (laughs) Okay, so as I said yesterday, you know that there's some jobs I've been trying to to get worked out for a long time. Uh, So, uh, you know, it's not going to be like last time, I promise. Uh, That was a fluke. I tried to fit it in between jobs. Uh, That's on me. Sorry about it. But this one, this one's going to be good. I've been watching this place for a long time. I've been able to get schematics, floor plans of the place. And the time is finally lined up for it to be the, the right time to go. The, the screen now, they, they point to this huge map. And they start flipping between different pages. And you realize there's four maps total of different floors of this place. <laughs> so this is Raccoon City Police Department. Now, you might be thinking... Why would you go to a police department? What are you going to rob from there? And I would say, haha, this one's really weird because for some reason in Raccoon City, uh, they closed down a museum and put their police department there. (laughs) They've been really lazy and slow about moving stuff from this location to where the new museum is going to open. So there's still a lot of stuff there. I also have it on quite good authority that they are very short staffed right now and in between hirings. So I think it'll be a lighter load of people inside. We attack at night, where there's really just a few people keeping an eye on the place. The place is way too big for a few people to keep an eye on. It should be easy in, easy out. Get out of there with uh, a lot of art. They fly over and hand you all uh, individual stacks of the maps. Some other notes, which I'm just going to say are identical to what you've all already seen in our Discord channel that we have. So now, uh, as always... We're going to uh, go over our plans of points of entry and how exactly we want to get in and get out of this place as quickly and as quietly, points at Raph, as possible. Raph puts his hands up like, hey, yeah, fair. <laughs> I'm just looking at the, the map that you sent us on Discord. The, cir- are the, the circled areas, are those where we think good art is? Um, well, there's a couple things here. I will probably end up posting these maps somewhere. This is, of course, not a visual medium. I don't know if you people knew this about podcasts, but they're just <laughs> audio. Tail says, I've circled a lot of things on here. Uh, the maps are very detailed. So there's a couple things that I think will probably have uh, what we're looking for in them. For one, one just says art room. So that seems like a place where art's probably going to be. Uh, there's also a private collection room, which is only accessible from the chief's office. That seems sketchy as hell. Uh, It's also directly accessible from an elevator that goes to the parking garage. There's also a safety deposit room on the first floor. In the back of the star's office, there is an armory. Don't know what's in there, but we should go look. Uh, But there are some other circles like uh, 
Like, I, I circled the elevator that goes from the parking garage to the chief's office. I circled some of the rooms right. that are targets. Staircases, maybe places that'll be points of entry. There's quite a few mm -hmm. options to enter this place, uh, such as the, the clock tower, which is far away from all of our targets, but it is high up and away from everything. And there's also Speaking some... the clock tower. Oh, go right ahead, Raph. Can, can Raph, Raph raises his hand? Yes, Raph. You already started talking. <laughs> I appreciate you stopping yourself and raising your hand, but yes, Raph. May I have the, may I have the floor? Yes, Raph. Go ahead. Raph gets up, uh, shakes Pidge's hand. ceiling, too, if you want it. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Nice to meet you. Yep, yep. Lovely. Walks around to, to the front, stands next to, stand next to Tails. All right, everybody. My dear compatriots, luckily for you, the expert mind of Raphael has come up with a plan. Tails, will you please flip to the uh, third floor map? And Tails, Tails does exactly that. Thank you. You'll see right here, the clock tower. I know what you're saying. That's far away from everything we need to get to, right? And I'm saying exactly. You, you don't want to go in exactly where you're getting shit, you know? You want to get in, move your way through. Clock tower, I say we go in through that window, go down the stairs, and you'll get to that main room. Clock tower clicks in directly to the lobby. There's a wall right there. We don't want to go out into the main hall. We don't want to go into that hallway. What we want to do is burst through that wall. I know what you're saying. That's loud, but I have ideas. So first off, I am going to get four pieces of plywood that we are going to put on the wall to hold it together. And then Paige is going to make something that's going to blow up that wall. And then boom, it's going to all be in one piece. We're going to pull it back, set it to the side jump through we're gonna be in the library that's gonna get us access to the second and third floors hold all questions to the end please hmm? that gets us close to the well, there is I, I will say there is just um a door into the library on the second on yes. the third floor yeah but see that goes to the main hall main hall is dangerous tales so, i understand okay. Listen. so you're, you're trying to get into the second floor of the library without going into the main hall yes correct because okay. my, my theory my theory is main hall bad it's gonna open us up to unnecessary risks I think I follow the logic here. If we stay in more niche rooms, there's less likelihood that they're being used at the moment. Mm -hmm. What kind of nerd will go to a library? Nobody. Rude! Nerd. We're going to get to the second floor. The star's office is likely not to have a cement wall like the clock towers. Clock towers need support. Star's office, that's probably just drywall, baby. We get in there, smash through it. We're in the office. We're in the armory. Bada bing, bada boom. Tails flies down towards you and says, This is not a bad idea, but it will make a lot of noise, and I hope you know that. I'm glad you brought that up. So, if you'll please go to the fifth slide I've added onto your PowerPoint. Uh, Tails flips to it, and they're like, <laughs> what the? <laughs> Everyone sees it and understands what they are seeing. Yeah. It's the street outside. You know what's loud? Car crashes. <laughs> and so, what we need to do is just have two cars hit each other while we blow a hole in the wall. Easy peasy. Okay. I'll call Avis and book the rental. <laughs> okay, hold on. So this is this is why you don't come in here. You le draw maps, leave blank spaces. Cause I know, I know my buddy Edgeworth is gonna come up with a great idea. So Edgeworth, you don't like fighting, right? Correct. You're not a sneaky guy. You're not stealthy. In fact, you have no skills for this. <laughs> you're not strong. You're not tough. Uh, you, but what you are, Edgeworth, is you're good when you're under pressure. Car crash. Who's that? It's Edgeworth in it. Edgeworth gets out. Oh, why'd they crash my car? You need me to be a distraction? I can supply the histrionics. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Sm smaller words. Smaller, smaller words. I know a lot about history, but I don't know nothing about that. Aye, aye. <laughs> that is solutions one, two, and three, and then fourth is we steal the stuff. So that's basically as far as I got. I, okay, so are you? Pl what are your plans to get from the armory to anything else? Uh, Pidge, Pidge raises their hand. Yes, you, the wonderful green person. Thank you, that's me. I'm running this. <laughs> that's Tails, not me. <laughs> Tails, sit down. It's okay. This is our show now. So Tails does not sit down. They just levitate lower to the ground. That works. I see the elevator control room. I don't see... Is there a center? And this is also me asking this. Is there a central security office in here? What, what, what I'm thinking is 
It would make the most sense to have someone, if there are cameras in this place, sent, you know, like security operations that can be taken over, I can do the typity typing that is required to take them over. I can be on the comms, let you guys know if someone's, if, you know, whatever security is in here is coming towards you while you're in the armory, wherever you are. And then in return, at the end of it, you can get me out of whatever security office I've stuffed myself into so that I don't die or get left behind. There's an operations room on the first floor, top yeah. left. I imagine Okay. I imagine that would either be the operations room or we'd want to hit the generator room on the basement. That's a good okay. that's a good I just noticed that's there. Uh, I think Tail says, Well, yes, I was able to figure out where computer access is for the security cameras, but and they flip back to the first floor and just point right at the middle of it and they say, It's at the front desk. Ooh. Okay. This okay. okay. I had another idea. Edgeworth. Love that. Go for it, homie. Edgeworth, you know how you're not strong? <laughs> how you're not sneaky? How you're not tough? How I watched you stub your toe the other day? I think I've heard this one before. I can make my distraction at the front desk instead. I think we should give the prosecutor a little more credit. <laughs> 5% less, Raph. 5% less. All right. Red? There are at least three of us that are red. You. <laughs> I point directly at you. <laughs> Understood. <laughs> Now that this has come up, I'm glad that it has. How many of us are bought in on the red thing? Because I feel it is a little bit my thing. I, sure not me. Has Char changed into their military regalia at this point? Oh yes, Char is absolutely like chilling in the red like sleeveless tunic with the gloves, with the boots. I have one bit of color on me that isn't green and I'm gonna keep it that way actually. It's gonna stay red. So. I suppose that's fair. I thought I would bring up the issue. Tails is like, I, I don't see it. why there's any reason you can't change to like blue or orange. <laughs> Listen, as the only one who's not green or red in here, I just need you to breathe. It's it's fine. Edgeworth, what I was saying. Uh, Edgeworth, I think that maybe, what if they got a new member of their police force? What if somebody had to sub out? You want a man on the inside? I do have experience in the justice system. Well. Exactly. I think Tails flies back into the, the line of attention and says, well, the other reason that I know they're short-staffed right now is because they did hire a new staff member, but they, for some reason, told them not to come for another, like, week or so. Hmm. So you could pretend to be them. I don't know if they know what they look like. Oh, there you That's go. a gamble. I'm just trying to get understand the detail. What is it that Tails knows? There's some new employee? Tail, Tails knows that there is a new police officer coming to join the force. Oh, okay. But they were told, this is the beginning of Resident Evil 2. Oh. They have not arrived yet. Um, so you could okay. potentially uh, pretend to be this person that Tails will reveal to you to be Leon S. Kennedy. Okay, okay. I think that uh, <laughs> Edgeworth and Mr. Kennedy <laughs> share, share enough <laughs> physical traits. I'll begin working on my character. You won't know it's me when I return. They are both Capcom characters. <laughs> Does Edgeworth just leave the theater? Yeah, with the <laughs> with, with, pop, with popcorn falling off of him as he does. No, please stay. <laughs> <laughs> Edgeworth doesn't actually leave, by the way. That's a bit. He's still here for the planning. I, I think Edgeworth like, Edgeworth, like, starts to leave, and then Pidge whips out their Bayard and just shoots the grappling hook thing and, like, snags Edgeworth in the back of the, <laughs> the back collar of the coat and tugs, tugs oh, the st back. Still more for still more to do. I misunderstood. All right. Continue, please. <laughs> just a little bit. And you know what? I'm actually going to sit down, because now we're less in my plan and more in the brain. Okay, well, let's, let's, let's bounce around a bit, because right now you have suggested both Edgeworth infiltrating through the literal front door and just saying, hi, I'm a police officer. I'm supposed to be here. And kind of just taking up stock in the, the front main hall, which is a dangerous play, but we'll see how it works out for you. And Raph, you want to enter through the clock tower and work your way mm -hmm. into the library and down from there to the star's office. Yes. The star's office, actually it's not the only thing on this side of the building because if you continue to go down those stairs, you can get to safety deposit room. You you don't have to all stay together. You also don't have to split up. I am literally just letting you make your own plans for this. Yeah. There there is still the art room and the private collection room. You don't have to hit all four things. It's obviously going to be the ideal situation as you hit all four things. I think it's more fun if we do. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yes. I think I think maybe I mean since we're split up already with Edgeworth going undercover, maybe I hit the other two. Ooh. Maybe with somebody else. Tails times in. Pidge, 
uh, other than that bomb idea, yeah. uh, I haven't really heard from you. What uh, what do you think you would uh, would maybe want to do? Well, okay, I I, I, I do want to return to that for a minute because I I, I like all right, Raph. I like the car crash idea. It's got chutzpah. It's got it's got vibe to it. Yes. I think what we do. I can hack a Tesla. Look at me. Look at look at me with your eyes. I'm okay. I can hack a Tesla. What yes. I suggest is we have <laughs> we have a hacked Tesla. Perhaps a jailbroken Tesla outside of the police department that I can at the push of a few buttons cause to drive in through into the parking garage and create a scene there. Maybe hit a few police cars, whatever. They'll 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 live. They'll be fine. I suggest we have that as a backup. That's not an important part of this. It doesn't really matter what happens to the cops. <laughs> just just as a distraction. The cop the cops not mattering is a given. However, the cops do still potentially have eyes and guns and ears. I don't know why I only said eyes. Uh, so in the meantime, I would be totally fine with taking a path through the parking garage and coming in through the generator room. That way, if I don't know if uh, I'm trying to think if there would be any reason that having at quick access to like the generator to the building would help us if we need to again create a distraction. Maybe that overrides the need for me, me jailbreaking a Tesla. I just want to jailbreak a Tesla. That might not be relevant to what we do here. I, I I like the idea of going going in through the right side of the building and trying to get to trying to get to the art room and or the private collection room one way. Well, or that's what I was gonna say is that being on the right side of the building does get you to those two things that haven't really been talked about. On the parking garage, there is the one elevator in this building is between the parking garage yeah. and the chief's office. Okay. But the generator room. It would be, you know, uh, it's a little bit out of the way. You only have to pass whatever the kennel is. <sighs> the, yeah, the elevator room was my other thought. So that, sorry, so the elevator goes up to the chief's office? Yes. yes. Okay, I understand now. I, I was trying to figure that out. Okay, I completely misunderstood where the elevator went visually. <laughs> that changes my entire my entire train of thought. In that case, I, I, think, I, I think it makes the most sense then for me to go up to the chief's office through the elevator. That way, if we need to deal with elevator controls, we have them. If we need to stall an elevator, whatever, use that as a quick getaway route. The elevator's likely locked though, correct? Well, I can unlock it. We can we can That's get fair. past a couple of locks. Uh -huh. Yeah, it, it's most likely a lock on the computer. I know how to do the okay, computer. Okay. So right. if you allow me to do the computer. Most elevators have a little, it's just a little simple key that you can turn and you can turn it to individual service. And then even okay. if someone tries to call the elevator, it won't come because it's set to be just you controlling it mode. And then you can just take that puppy wherever you want. And that's just a simple oh. key. And that's just a fun well, fact maybe. about real elevators. <laughs> well, maybe maybe we just go ahead and fabricate a key or something. I'm, I'm not, I, you know, I'm just saying that's well, a thing a person could do. I'll, I, I won't take a fabricate a key because there is elevator controls room night right next to the elevator. <laughs> um, so that should be fine. But yeah, so there is the, the collection room and the art room are pretty close together. What are other ways out if, if say, somebody gets caught behind the chief's office and is trapped back there? What are other ways out for them? It looks like the easiest way out would be from the chief's office into the eastern hallway, into the main hall. Yeah. Or the fire escape. Or, yeah, or up to the roof is what I was going to say. There is a, an accessible roof. Uh... If we had breaching charges, we can go from the storage room down to the chief's office, too. Like, That's true. walls are just ideas. You know what I mean? Walls are ideas, and Wall, yeah, there are loud consequences to uh, exposing that. We keep crashing uh, cars out there as an easy solution. <laughs> <laughs> what I will add is that we don't necessarily know that the main hall is a no-go. Mm -hmm. So if that's, that's the true, only too. reason we need the sound is to go from clock tower to library, we can have that as a plan B because Edgeworth can probably get into the main hall pretty easily mm -hmm. yeah. undercover and then relay that info back to you of whether or not you'll need to do operation library book return this <laughs> operation late fee <laughs> this this third floor yeah. of the main hall is really just a walkway from the second floor of the library to the storage room mm -hmm. so like you could you could get through there and, and use the stairs i would probably i think Tails says like maybe you should save like explosives for like if your cover is blown and you need to move quickly <laughs> so maybe That's... stick to locking lo uh, or pick locking doors uh, and, until you need to bust down a wall. That's what I've been thinking. Fair. If we can access 
multiple uniforms, it might not be a bad idea for all of us to enter undercover, um, whether or not we're going through the front door. Great news about uh, me letting you say whatever you want is in this mall can be in this mall. <laughs> Tails is just like, well, there's a spirit Halloween a couple, couple stores down. Uh, the three of you look like, you know, people. Uh, I don't know if you noticed this yet. I'm sorry to have this conversation. I'm a turtle. Wait, what? And there's not a lot of turtle cops. <laughs> well, well all you, look, listen, all you need to do is wear like a trench coat and a big bowler hat. I feel like that would be perfect <laughs> on you for some reason. And just right. and just go in and say you're like a private investigator. You're 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 a bit pretend pretend you're a chief from a different precinct. I don't know. I'm probably the, overthinking this. The mindset was work. the mindset was more avoiding suspicion from afar. Mm-hmm. Tails chimes in again and says Right now, there's only one person they're expecting, but obviously that isn't going to work for Raph. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If we can get in through the parking garage, even if it's just Pidge and I, we should be able to split up. And even if one of us, I could take the Pidge. This depends on what you'd prefer to do. Um, mm-hmm. If one of us takes the elevator up to the chief's office and starts making our way towards the private collection in the art room, The other could make their way to the generator room, sit tight there, uh, ready to make a distraction, or if needed, could just meet up with the other. I can, I mean, I can handle the armory and maybe even security deposits all by myself if I need to. Yeah. And if Edgeworth can get up from the main hall and get over here, then that's all the better. I'm happy with that. Um, I, I think Pidge, Pidge, Pidge is into the idea of the private collection room. Pidge is, I, I li- listen, I'm, I'm starting to think about that private collection. I want to know what's in the private collection. Maybe the person collected cool things. May I, I would like to find that out. I would like to aim for the private collection room if you don't mind. Whether that means you come with me and you hit the art room while I hit the private collection room? That could work. I Listen, I have a whole Apple store full of gadgets at my disposal. I can make, if we want something in the generator room, I can at the very least- Like leave a charge there? A motion detector or a charge or something that will either obstruct anything that would follow us or let us know something is following us, depending on which way we want to do it. So I think the generator room is a great choke point to think about, but I think if we want to get in and out quick, you and me both going up that elevator with different options down in mind is probably the better way to go. That would work. If, if you two come in from the parking garage, go up to the chief's office, you can kind of split there and split up mm-hmm. private collection room and art room, which mm-hmm. means... Which one? Which ones are? Does Raph has a, have his eye on? I'm just saying. And I'll, I'll, what I guess what I'm saying is, I'll take whatever's left because I can. If I'm undercover, I can probably think of an excuse to get in there. One of them's on the first floor, right? Yeah, Raph wants to start with the star's office, which would leave the safety deposit room, which is on the first floor. Yeah. Yeah, you'll be in the main hall nearby anyway. Then that one's me. Okay. Sounds like a pretty good plan. That leaves me with. Pidge, do you want to try and leave something in the generator room, like a charge there? I like having some sort of explosive there. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a good point. Just because, yeah, one, I feel like there's a chance that winds up being a backup route we have to take out of here. And two, yeah, I I think it's a good place. I, I would like to, if it's not out of the question, I would like to create two things. One of which I need to think out exactly how it works. If you can get one thing for the generator room and one thing to give to Edgeworth. That is exactly what I'm Yeah, to take out the cameras. Yeah, Yes, that is precisely what I'm thinking about. I, I was trying to think what it would be, whether it would be like a, a flash drive to put in a computer yeah, in the main hall or something that. Yeah. like that. That could just... Because at first I was thinking something that would let Pidge see all the data, but that's not necessary or helpful to Pidge. Uh, as much as Pidge would love to be able to see everything, I think as much as I'd love to be able to see everything at all times, I, I, I think I have to admit to myself that this is not the time for me to be the one on maximum surveillance. I'll get over it. Don't worry. I'll be <laughs> fine. I'm grieving. It's okay. Uh, I will give... At Edgeworth, I will give you something. Let me let me figure out whether I need to break an iPhone or what I need to do to create an actual functional flash drive to give you that you can hopefully plug into the computers in the main hall and override some of the security so we don't get spotted as easy. I'll leave it in your capable hands. I'll do what I can. <sighs> I think that I think that's us. Sounds like a plan to me. I think we've got plans. Okay, so it sounds like Edgeworth is going to get a disguise and come in through the front fucking door yep. and pretend to be Leon Kennedy. Once the time is right, they will make their way through the first floor over to the safety deposit room. 
take all the good things that are there. Uh, Raph, your plan is to break into the clock tower and work your way down to the star's office. And no explosives unless absolutely necessary. Correct. Pidge and Char are planning to come into the parking garage. You will have to get through that gate, uh, but then you will... Pidge wants to leave something in the generator room, and then you'll both come up through the elevator. Pidge will go off to the private collection room, and Char will take the art room. Yes. That leaves me with one final question. How are you getting out? Right. Right. Clock tower. You want to go back up to the clock tower? I mean, <sighs> that's where we came in. I'll make sure it's a clear way out. Just get in, zip line out. I zip line towards the... Toyota? I looked at it. Char reads smudged line on hand. <laughs> and I suppose I'll go out the front door at the end of my shift. We might actually want something a little less conspicuous than my bright red Toyota. Just as a thought. I have just the thing. I, I don't believe you, buddy, but I, I, I go. Follow your dreams. Cool. All right. We've agreed. No, I mean, explain it to us. No takesy backsies. No takesy backsies. I finished the sentence. I said no. I got something. You said I believe Entrapment, you. I say. Too late. We're doing my thing. I, I, I think that is a good way to, to, to sort of end the planning is that you're you're planning to leave the clock tower and Raph has something. I think that's fun to leave something in Raph's hands. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good plan that you have set. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like it. With that locked down. Before we leave off for this episode, I will, uh, or rather Tails, will turn the four of you loose to pick a store in the mall and do your prep. So if there's anything that you think will give you an advantage in this mission, or I know some of you already suggested things that you will need for this mission, mm-hmm. go about and do that. So I just want to hear a little bit about that, and I will start with Char, if you have something. If not, I can bounce to somebody I else. I do have an idea. Great. Tell me your ideas. As as everyone's leaving the AMC, Char taps Edgeworth on the shoulder. What can I do for you? I was thinking, since you're going to be undercover, I don't think it's going to come to this. But just in case, would you like me to teach you how to shoot a gun? <laughs> That's good. You assume I have no experience. That's good. It's not that I assume you... And you assume correctly. Let's go. <laughs> We're going to the Bass Pro Shop. <laughs> okay. Is it is do you, do you want to do a scene for that, or do you want to just say that you teach Edgeworth to shoot a gun? I'm I'm open to anything. I don't think I have. The only thing that's coming to mind is like Edgeworth. I don't want to spoil the first game because Joe, you're not done with it. But there is a you know there's a there's a kind of traumatic thing that happens to Edgeworth vis-a-vis guns. Mm-hmm. Kind of actually two events. And I think, yeah, I think it just takes a little bit. Like, you can kind of see the apprehension with Edgeworth as he's, he like, he's, he's the kind of guy who, like, he grits his teeth and he gets through it. But, like, he's like, I don't like working with these things. Mm-hmm. Okay. Give me bad vibes. But, you know, he knows, he knows it'll be useful. I think that's even better than that you had, like, a moment to prepare yourself for that situation. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I think, mechanically, I'm just going to give uh, Edgeworth uh, a plus one in... A situation gun. that needs, be, be it a gun or maybe a different push through stress that involves guns. May I raise my hand really quickly uh, in game designer voice? I've been trying to get rid of all plus ones and just replace them with lift, uh, where it's just instead of a plus one, it just automatically goes to the next step up. So like a failure is a mixed success, a oh, mixed okay. success, success, and a success Let's is try a critical that success. Because plus ones, plus ones are boring, man, because sometimes you miss and you're like, cool, that was great. I love to hurt. It's like, it's like it's like a, a plus one, but it's still just like a six. Yeah, it's like, cool, I got a five instead of a four. Mm-hmm. Sick. But like okay. lift will take you immediately to the next one. And I think preparation gives that to you. Yeah. That's that's a great call. Then cool. we will I I will keep that in mind for the rest of the season. I'm leaving all of this in. Uh Hell so yeah. so Edgeworth mm-hmm. will get a lift on uh a situation, a stressful situation with a gun, be it maybe like the first time I Yeah, yeah. It'll yeah. It, you know, we'll we'll know when it happens. Um and I think I'll I'll cut then to Edgeworth. What do you do after that to prepare? I don't I'm not gonna make you only do get a costume, uh if you want to do something else, or if costume is all you wanna do, that's fine. I think it's a lot of reading. I think it's just like reading because presumably this guy, this uh, Leon, some son of a bitch mm-hmm. has like passed some sort of police. He's like gone through police academy or whatever. So I think Edgeworth just hits the books like I'm going to learn how like what 
office work for a police officer looks like so that I don't say the wrong thing. So are you thinking Books A Million, Barnes and Noble? Oh, great point. I mean, <laughs> that's what really matters probably, here. There's pro- it's probably Borders, given that it's a mall. Okay. Hey? That way we can get some trading cards or uh, board games if we need that too. Okay, so I think I'll give you then a lift on either convince somebody or something comparable. Great. Or, or, or maybe there's a push through stressful where you recognize something, but that sort of situation you will, you, you know, you'll gain something from the prep. Loading miles up with bonuses. I love Yeah, it. I was thinking. I love that we're just buffing up Edgeworth. <laughs> I, I love that the first one we do is Char is like, I'm going to give this to somebody else. So let's go then to Pidge. I know you have a couple things mentioned just from the plans. Yeah. But what are, what are you thinking? I, I, I kind of had an uh, multi-use answer to that. I, I think we see Pidge uh, in the Apple store. They have like three different MacBooks open, a bunch of just, you know, cables strewn everywhere. It's difficult to tell what's plugged into what Pidge knows, but it's difficult for anyone else to tell. They have a little box popped open. I don't don't know what these actually come in, but they're in some kind of box. As you look closer, you see that Pidge is has uh, a bunch of Apple AirTags popped open <laughs> which are just the little the the, the 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 little circles that you can put on a thing and like it's basically like a tile from what i understand where it's just like a bluetooth remind you where this thing is kind of device so i assume the the apple store would of course be full of these um and pidge has using the very limited resources available to them because this place has hardly any actual hardware because they expect you because i i think what Piz discovers is exactly how true it is that the people who worked at apple stores would just like tinker around and then tell people to get a new one of whatever they have because no one actually has the tools to do anything on the level of what Pidge does no one wants to open a mac exactly but Pidge Pidge has managed to sort of uh i think hack the air tags where when they come in contact with like a certain level of frequency they just explode and so they've become little little uh like proximity mines. I think they have figured out how to make them into proximity mines. They figured it out. Is is the answer I'm going to give. Love a good remote they bomb. They figured it okay, out. Okay, so I think I'll say that you can use one of those for the generator and still just have some left over then. Does that sound good? Yeah. I can't think of a direct mechanical boost for that. I think well that'll be something we figure out in play unless unless you had something in mind you were hoping to accomplish. Well, n- not other than just rigging one up in wherever it's needed. I, I, I okay. will say, though, if, if it's not too much to also ask on top of that, I do still want to, like, make a flash drive of some kind that Edgeworth can presumably use to override the security systems once he is in the uh, the main room on the first floor. I, here's what I want to do. I want to say that you have the, the prox mind, and I will ask you to roll with mastery to see if you also get the hacking device. Okay, sure. I'm trying to think. Do I want to have you do mastery because it's tech, or do I want you to do light because it's for someone you don't like? Hmm. Actually, you know what? I'm That's gonna say I'm gonna say do heart because it's for someone you don't like. Ooh. Okay. Okay. I can I can certainly do that. Seven uh, plus heart. You said right? Plus one eight. I think because uh, I'm just I'm I'm now rationalizing this as a limit break move, um, which is with light normally, but I picked heart. So that says on mm-hmm. seven to nine, it costs you. Okay. Um, so here's what I think. Here's what I think. I think I'm going to say that you make it. You make uh, for Edgeworth. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll say something about that in a second. But I am going to have you uh, remove your link with Edgeworth. Oh, okay. Sure. Because one, I mean, just uh, mechanically, it costs you. But uh, I think also narratively, yeah. while you're working on this for so long for Edgeworth, someone you had a dark link with, I think you're starting to reconsider your perspective on them. Maybe it doesn't stick after this mission, mm-hmm. who knows? But I think you're in a weird neutral zone on Edgeworth that you weren't prepared for before this. That 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 makes sense. That That's that was neat. something yeah. I was kind of thinking of near the end of last episode, so that actually carries yeah. over. That, that I like like as much as like it was a one-off one second joke last time where I think Edgeworth said we got the most important uh important score information. I think as much as yeah. Paige being like, I kind of understand Edgeworth more now was a one second joke. Yeah. I think that is also okay. true. I, I think Pidge was like, oh, huh. I hadn't really considered you being that kind of person before. Okay. Huh. And, I, 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 and while they are making that in the Apple store, they, they just have some long hours to stare into some circuits and think about that for a bit. I also think um, I'm going to now describe the thing that you just made. Because uh, you, you, you ended up not really, the USB didn't really work with how much you had to have attached to this thing. And uh, you're thinking, ah, Edgeworth maybe isn't as techy. I'll give this thing like a handle, right? Sure. So I think what you end up making uh, ends up just being a data knife from Titanfall. 
Oh! Oh, hell yeah. Which is a a knife that you yes! stab into things and it hacks the things. <laughs> oh, that's oh, cool. I, hey, yeah, P- Paige pretty. is thrilled that they have made yes. this. P- Paige, <laughs> I, I, yeah, it, it's like Paige doesn't realize that's what they're going to wind up making until they've made a rudimentary version of it. And then they just go, oh, it's like a, it's like a, I can just stab the laptop. I can just, I stab the, hey, Raph, Raph, come look at this. I'm busy, I'm busy. Raph, I just stabbed this iMac and got five U2 albums. Okay, I'm coming, I'm coming over. It's the same U2 album five times. It's still cool. (laughs) I'm coming, hold on, hold on. And, And Raph, you look at that. You're really impressed by the data knife from Titanfall and Titanfall. I am. Um, But also, I think you're going to go back to whatever you're working on, because you're the last person I need to hear from. What are you working on before your mission? You ever been to one of those uh, pottery stores? Those, like, uh, pottery stores where you paint your own thing or, like, you, like, build pottery in them all? I've only done done the take-home version, but I understand the idea. They 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 exist in malls. I can't I can't remember what the the name of it was, but uh, it existed in my in, in, at South Park Mall. It's like sit and spin or something, right? Yeah, some shit. That kind of thing. Yeah, it sounds like an insult. I want to make a clay C four. I want to make an explosive that I can stick on the wall and it will explode. Nice. Hmm. Okay. Um... <laughs> So what combination of paints do we got to put together? I, I think, think a mixture of I think of, if anyone's paint... just going to know how to do that, it's you. I'm not going to ask you to explain mm. it. <laughs> I think it's a mixture of the pottery and then, like, the ingredients from the Taco Bell. And I'm combining <laughs> them in some way to make a explosive that could uh, separate concrete. Talk about a fucking Baja Blast. Damn. So, I, I, <laughs> so you, have, blue, you have made the Baja Blast C4. And I think that'll probably just end up being a lift whenever you have to roll to use it. It is stored in a, uh, in a, in a can, a Mountain Dew can that says uh, yes. that just has tape over it that just says Baja Blast, underline, underline, underline. Great, great. <laughs> uh, I think that's great. I'm I'm really happy it's called Baja Bless. Thank you, Blake, for saying it, I think. <laughs> Paige does accidentally try to drink it. On that note, I think we we end this episode with Edgeworth suiting up in their their little police outfit. It's convincing enough. The fact that I am portraying both Edgeworth and Leon S. Kennedy means that like this is so narrowly casted. To my wife yeah. and the type of <laughs> video game men that she's attracted to. You're welcome, Carly. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> I think as you load up into actually, well, I I think you load up uh, in the Toyota, but Tails is driving. Tails will drop you off for this mission since Raph has a, a different plan well, to get you out of there. Could we drive there in my different plan? Yeah, take 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 the reins. So we go out on Tails will still drive us absolutely, but um, it's a little less conspicuous than a uh, red Toyota. Is a you know. A VW bus, right? Uh-huh. It's a VW bus called the Party Wagon. Okay. Ah, I see. The Party Wagon is a yellow and green uh, oh, bus with a, tr- with a spoiler. And I say spoiler, a big fucking spoiler. A and pretty it has big a- spoiler. We're talking like Snape dies level shit here. <laughs> it has a spoiler. The spoiler and the monster truck rear wheels, which I imagine are just going to make that spoiler skid on the pavement constantly because of the angle. You all, you all pile into the back of this party bus as Tails... It's called uh, the Party Wagon. It's party official wagon. name I'm is the Party Wagon. I'm so sorry. Party Wagon as Tails starts driving you towards Raccoon City. And next time, you will all break into and stage a heist in Raccoon City Police Department. So I'm excited. That spoiler is just several cinder blocks. The side of it says foot stinks. Yeah, it does. It says foot stinks on the other side. <laughs> it has the the fancy painting of Venus the turtle. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm I have complicated feelings about that Venus image. Yeah, because <laughs> I watched that Ninja Turtle show. You can hash them out next week. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll see you all in the city, everybody. <laughs> Thank you. See you there. Ta-ta. Later. <laughs> and now, our feature presentation.
section. Interstitial is hosted by the Orange Groves Podcast Network. Find other shows on the network or hear cut and bonus audio by supporting the network at theorangegroves.com. This podcast is also supported by the Got It Memorized Patreon, and you can hear the rest of the full season ahead of the public feed at the $1 tier at patreon.com slash memorizedcast. You can buy the game we're playing, Interstitial, at linksmithgames.com. You can tweet about the show with hashtag interstitialAP. Edgeworth is played by Wheels, who's on Twitter at SingularWheels. Raphael is played by Riley, the designer of the game, on Twitter at RevRyBread. Pidge is played by Jay on Twitter at ExtremeSalsaing. Char is played by Blake on Twitter at BlakeLocked. This season is GM'd, edited, and the music is by me, Joe. On Twitter, it goes to Joe. See you next time.